James Weldon Johnson, a key figure of the Harlem Renaissance. James Weldon Johnson was a man of many talents. Not only was he a distinguished lawyer and diplomat who served as the executive secretary of the NAACP for decades, he was also a composer who wrote the lyrics for Lift Every Voice and Sing, known as the Black National Anthem. Born in 1871 in Jacksonville, Florida, Johnson was heavily influenced by his mother, who passed on her love of music and literature interests that would follow him throughout his multifaceted career. After graduating in 1894 from Atlanta University, a historically black college, Johnson returned to Jacksonville and taught at the Statman Elementary School for black students. Once he became principal, Johnson expanded the school to include high school education. While at Stanton, he also began studying law and in 1898 became the first black man admitted to the Florida Bar since Reconstruction. While balancing his dual career in education and law, Johnson still found time to write poetry and songs, including Lift Every Voice and Sing, to honor Abraham Lincoln's birthday. In 1901, Johnson moved with his brother, a composer, to New York to write for musical theater. Together, they composed about 200 songs for Broadway. In New York, Johnson began making connections to influential members of the black community, leading to the next stage of his career in diplomacy. After serving as a treasurer for the Colorado Republican Club, Johnson was sent to become the United States Consul in Venezuela by President Theodore Roosevelt in 1906. Three years later, he moved to Nicaragua to serve as its consul. During this time, Johnson continued to write poetry and anonymously published his novel, The Autobiography of an Ex-Colored Man in 1912, a story of a young biracial man living in post-Reconstruction era. Johnson left the diplomatic world to join the civil rights movement in 1916 as a field secretary for the NAACP, where he helped open new branches and expand membership. He also campaigned for a federal anti-lynching bill and spoke at the 1919 National Convention on Lynching. In 1920, Johnson became NAACP Executive Secretary, a position he used to fight against segregation and voter disenfranchisement in the South. Johnson held the top position at the NAACP for a decade before resigning to teach creative writing to Fisk University in Nashville a position created in recognition of his achievement, achievements as a writer and his standing as a leading light in the Harlem Renaissance. Throughout the course of his wide-ranging career, Johnson developed a unique philosophy on achieving equality for blacks and combating racism, one that stood in contrast with the views of exposed views by W.E.D. Du Bois and Booker T. Washington. While Du Bois argued for steeping oneself into liberal arts education and Booker T. Washington advocated for industrial training, Johnson believed black Americans should produce great literature and art to demonstrate their equality to whites in terms of intellect and creativity. Johnson died in 1938 at the age of 67 in a car accident. He had established his place with the Harlem Renaissance with the autobiography of an ex-colored man, 
republished in 1927. His poetry collection, God's Trombone, Seven Negro Sermons in Verse, 1927, and the anthology he compiled and edited, The Book of American Negro Poetry, in 1922.
was much on till victory is won.